There was one man who Jesus himself said was the greatest man born of woman. As we study through the life of John the Baptist, we will discover why God used him in such a powerful way. Join us now for today's study. What makes a great family? Is it a big, beautiful house? Is it having lots of money in the bank account or being able to take a long vacation? Someone says, oh no, it's, it's much more than that. If you're going to have a great family, then you've got you to take out of it certain things. Don't let certain things into your home. And while I believe that, I want to tell you that the key to a great family is not in what is taken out of it, but rather what is put into it. I think you see that all through the New Testament passages in Ephesians and Colossians on the Christian home, but you see it reflected in the example of John the Baptist family. Now we're journeying with John right now, and we've begun our study by looking at his dad, Zacharias, and his mother, Elizabeth, and the family that he grew up in. We've looked at them as individuals. We've talked about the instruction that they gave to their son, John. But I want to talk to you for just a moment about the one ingredient. I would say it is the key ingredient, not only in John's home, but in every great family. Would you like to know what it is? I'm not making it up. It's not what I think. I believe it is discovered in Luke chapter number 1, because this one ingredient is spoken of in relationship to father, mother, and child. All three of them, the Bible says the same thing about. Here it is. The Bible says in verse number 15 of John, that he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost. But wait a minute. If you flip over to verse number 41, the Bible says of his mother, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. And if you come to verse 67, are you ready for it? His father Zacharias was filled with the Holy Ghost. You see, I believe the key ingredient of a great family, of a great home, is that every member of that family must be filled with the Holy Spirit, controlled by the Spirit of God. And my pastor used to say that you don't have a Christian home just because everybody's a Christian. I think that's one of the great mistakes we make. We think, well, everybody's saved. But notice here, it's not just about being saved, it's about being spiritual. It's about being controlled by the Holy Spirit. If you want to have a great family, then Dad, let the Lord control your words. Let the Lord control your temper. Mother, let the Lord control the agenda in the home and the schedule. Young person, let the Holy Spirit control how you respond to mom and dad and your attitude towards your brothers and your sisters. You see, when the Holy Spirit is in control, everything is different. Everything is better. The great struggle in every relationship, and especially in a home, is who gets to be the boss. Well, can I tell you who's supposed to be the boss? The Holy Spirit of God is. He is to control everything we do. And what's the result of that? An unhappy, boring life? A miserable existence? Oh no, my friend. Joy. Real joy. As a matter of fact, the Bible says in verse 14, Thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice in His birth. In verse 58, it says that 
Elizabeth's neighbors and her cousins heard how the Lord had showed great mercy upon her, and they rejoiced with her. You see, the chief mark of the Holy Spirit's fullness is there is superabounding joy. When that beautiful spirit of love comes in, He brings with Him every happy, wonderful thing. That's why the Bible says the fruit of the Spirit is love, and then the next thing, joy. Would you like to have a happy home? Then stop trying to control it. Would you like to have a happy home? Then stop trying to fix everybody. Would you like to have a happy home? Stop trying to be in charge. If you want to have a happy home, let the Holy Spirit rule and reign in your home. Ask Him to take control of every word, every thought, every motive, uh, every plan, every day, every conversation. Because when the Holy Spirit comes, He not only does that which is right, but He brings that which is bright. And the sunshine comes again, and there's joy, and there's gladness connected with the person of the Holy Spirit. This is the key ingredient, and it's given to us in the very first family of the New Testament. You remember before Mary comes along and has a son, Elizabeth has a son. Before the angel appeared to Joseph, an angel appeared to Zacharias. Before Jesus came, John came. And I believe this first family is a model for us. We have a hallway in our home that is filled with family portraits. Maybe you have a place like that. And some family portraits are better than others. They all tell a story, don't they? Some of you right now are thinking of a family picture uh, that didn't go as planned, didn't turn out the right way. And uh, maybe one that you particularly like. Well, God gives us these portraits, just a few brief portraits of John the Baptist and his family. And I believe they're to reflect what God wants pictured in all of our homes. And my friend, what kind of picture are you showing in your church and in your community? What kind of picture is your home giving of Christ and the ruling presence of the Holy Spirit? The last thing I want to say to you about this first family is that not only was there instruction and this ingredient there, but there was influence. This family had powerful influence. Now, influence is given by God, but God used this family to make a difference. You'll notice that they affected their neighbors. Verse 58, the neighbors and the cousins all show up, and they begin to praise and worship God. A friend, when your family reflects the beauty of the Lord and the controlling work of the Holy Spirit, when Jesus is lifted up in your home, others will be drawn to Him. It will affect your neighbors. And then they affected their own nation. Verse 16 of Luke 1 says, And many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God. Think of this like ripples in a pond. This one family made such a contribution that all of Israel was touched by it. Oh, but let's go even further than that. They're affecting us now. Do you understand 2,000 years after Luke 1 was written, 2,000 years after they lived, we're still talking about them? You see, this is a family that made a difference for all eternity. And I want to say to you, having the right kind of home, having the home where the Holy Spirit is in control, having a home where the Word of God is given and instructed in the lives of your children, having a home that is full of faith and full of the right things, it's not just for you. No, my friend, it is for you certainly, but it is for everyone else that God will use your home to touch. I remember years ago Dr. Sells challenging us. We were studying the life of Abraham in the Old Testament. And uh, Dr. Sells, that great Bible teacher, said, Have you ever prayed that God would make you a worldwide blessing? I'd never thought about it. I certainly had never prayed it. Oh, but I have many times since then. 
Have you ever prayed that God would make your marriage a blessing to others? Have you ever prayed that God would make your children a blessing to others? Have you ever prayed that not only would you and your family be blessed, but that you and your family would be a blessing? You see, I believe that the ministry of John the Baptist can be traced upstream to the fountainhead, to the spring of a real faith in the life of his father and his mother. I've thought of this so many times. So much that God is allowing me to do in my life right now is not because of me at all. It's because of a faithful mother and father. It's because of faithful grandparents. Someone taught me the Word of God and pointed me to Jesus. Can you think of somebody that's done that for you? If you can, it might be good if you made a phone call today. If they're still living, write a letter. Go by and see them. Put your arms around them. Thank them for what they've given you that is more precious than gold. And then, determine today by the grace of God that that's the kind of family you're going to have. That's the kind of marriage you want. That's the kind of children you want to raise. By the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, you're not going to be perfect, and you're not going to have a perfect home. There is no such thing. But you're going to begin right where you are to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And out of the overflow of the Holy Spirit, you'll be a blessing to so many others. You'll enjoy the journey, but along the way, you'll bring others with you to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining us for today's study. On our website, scottpauley.org, you'll find a link through which you can invest in the gospel. Would you consider giving a gift to help us extend God's word to others? You'll also find many other encouraging resources. Until we are together again, may God help you enjoy the journey.